Hey folks and welcome back to another podcast health check courtesy of the Podcast Host Academy. I'm Colin Gray joined by Matthew as always. How are you doing Matthew? A pleasant morning here, uh, time of recording this Thursday morning in late September and uh, we're in separate locations for once aren't we? We're testing something out here. Yeah, totally. Trying out Squadcast, uh, which is a remote recording tool. It's for recording uh, calls, but uh, as a double ender, so you get um, full quality both ends, supposedly. So we'll see how it goes. It's uh, it's looking good so far, though. Yeah, review coming soon, I guess. Yeah, indeed. And, uh, so yeah, four more uh, four more of your podcasts to to have a wee listen through today. And um, yeah, really looking forward to diving in. I've been enjoying doing this so far. It's been really good to, to hear the sort of diversity of different topics, different shows, different voices. So I'm sure this will be just as much fun as the last two or three that we've done. Indeed, indeed. So who do we have first? We've got uh, JB Wogan. Is that right? Do you know much about this show, Matthew? I know nothing though, so I'm coming in fresh to all these shows. So uh, yeah, first impressions. We'll, we'll take a listen firstly to the, the intro of the podcast. And uh, so I think we're going to follow the same sort of format as we did last time. So we'll we'll, we'll say a couple of words um, after each sort of little segment. Is that right? Yeah, I think that works well. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's jump into cool. it. I'll play the first. I'll play the intro. Every now and then, I'll hear a story about Facebook or Google or Amazon and how these companies can mine online user data for new, sophisticated insights about their customers. At the same time, many public sector agencies, particularly those charged with serving clients with low incomes and some of the most urgent needs, are often way behind the curve when it comes to their own data practices. What I mean by that is, they collect reams of valuable information that could be used to improve residents' health and well-being. But for a variety of reasons, they can't combine and interpret the data the same way many companies can. About six years ago, the federal government funded a study to understand what is holding back state agencies in health and human services when it comes to collecting reliable data and using them to improve the performance of agencies and the welfare of residents. I'm J.B. Wogan, and welcome back to On the Evidence. My guest this week is Beth Wiegensberg, a senior researcher at Mathematica who helped conduct the research for that study and Right, that was the introduction. First thoughts, Matthew? Yeah, I mean, it's it certainly a couple of things that jumped out. Great um, sound and audio, great production values. We're yeah. straight into the content there. Um, it's obviously like, if this is your subject matter, you're obviously really into this. I was just a wee bit, um, you know, I felt like I'd been dropped right in and I, I was kind of over my head. Um, maybe would have I could have maybe done with a wee bit more explanation about what the show maybe was about and who it was for. But again, you know, depending on the type of show, maybe it is a more sort of serialized show where we're following along on a journey. So the listeners may be already aware of that. What what do you yeah. think? I I was thinking the same thing, actually. I thought maybe it could use uh, more of a, a snappy intro, at least uh, a sort of tagline to see what the show's about, really. And I, I, I do love... I'm always a bit torn on this because I do love that intro, like where the music's playing in the background. You're you're straight into the content. There was something intriguing there. Like I was, I, I was really interested from the first few words there. I was like, oh, this is sounding good, interesting sounding subject. Where's he going with this? And I almost felt that little intro went a bit too long, actually. Yeah, yeah. He could have gave a five or ten second, maybe a bit longer, maybe 15, 20 second teaser for the subject like that, but then jumped into the tagline where he introduced himself what the show's about 
and then um, maybe a wee swell in the music, a little pause, and then that goes down and then into the content. Because there was something around the music just fading down in the background, switching kind of uh, from a long intro into the name and stuff like that. And it was all a bit kind of mashed together. I almost feel like mm-hmm. that being split up a bit with some pauses, maybe sort of ramping up the music and down a little bit, you know, just little audio bits of punctuation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a bit of tinkering, I think. I mean, it's um, it's it's hard to find much faults with it. It's uh, like <laughs> well, you say. <laughs> it, yeah, I was, yeah, I know that's the, that's the purpose of uh, yeah. this entire venture. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's good. It's really good. So we're always going to be um, nitpicking, even at high quality levels. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. Okay, anything else on that? Uh, not ready to get a wee listen to the middle. Perfect. The skills involved in that might uh, might affect your ability to stay on top of both collecting and also a- analyzing data. Yep, exactly. And we we heard that from you know folks where you know there's a certainly a, a data system and a technology component to this as well as you know the human component of it. And so you need the the humans and the staff to be able to you know work with that data, collect that data, extract that data, and also. Okay, so, whoops, just played it again there. So that was a middle section. Uh, So he's obviously interviewing somebody. uh, It sounds like possibly they're on the phone. Um, Yeah, just looking at the the sort of specific feedback area on the the forum. And this is what he's basically raising is that, you know, he's doing a lot of remote recordings um, and he's just maybe having a bit of trouble with the guests sometimes you know as you do with remote guests especially if they're not traditional podcasters uh so they they don't have good recording areas they don't have microphones and things like that so it is a challenge um i don't actually think you know for a a sort of phone recording this doesn't sound bad uh i've heard a lot worse obviously you know that I think it's he says he's got them calling in through webex so i've not even heard of that particular tool of you yeah, it's just a web conferencing type thing, like a quite an old school one that big companies quite often use. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, sometimes the, the the tool that you use isn't going to be magic. You know, it's not going to turn a bad recording area good or a bad microphone yeah. good. But I mean, c- certainly Squadcast seems to, you know, maybe I'm saying this too early, but it seems a pretty good platform. There's a few different options out there which we yeah. could link to when we when yeah. we put this one out. But um, yeah, your, your own thoughts, Colin? Yeah, tools like Squadcast um, give you much better quality in both. I, I, I know what you mean is that the call's not bad there, but I just, I, I have to admit, I've become a bit picky, a bit snobby about that stuff nowadays. Like even if I'm, I listen to, for example, um, Tim Ferriss' show quite often, and every now and again, he gets somebody on the phone on his show, and I don't mm-hmm. listen episodes because it's it's a good length of episode the quality is just quite grating on your ears like i think if it's a short segment if it's a few minutes maybe even up to five or ten minutes and it's the really the only way you can get it then fine take a phone call and record a phone call but if you're going beyond that five minute mark i think it becomes quite grating and i think long term it can become it can be a put off for a show um mm-hmm. and there's so many ways to get calls these days that don't 
that are much better quality than that. So yeah, you're talking about Squadcast, Ringer, Zencaster, all of these tools, all um, you have to pay for them. They're a wee bit more set up, but actually it's just a link. You send a link to the person you're speaking to, they click on it, they get in their browser and they have to do it on their computer. Fair enough. So there's a wee bit extra step. Uh, Ringer though, they've got a mobile app, so you can actually just send people a link on their phone and actually let them talk on their phone, but much better quality. Um, and even, do you know what? Um, I found a lot of people doing recently and radio stations. I've been on the, the radio a few times in the last six months and they use FaceTime. <laughs> yes, that, that wasn't meant, humble brag. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they use FaceTime for, for their recording because they see that mm. as the easiest, the, the best balance between ease of use and quality because your FaceTime uses uh, a good quality smartphone microphone. There's no compression over the phone lines and all that kind of stuff. It's actually pretty good quality, but people can use it really easily. Uh, and it counts for FaceTime, it counts for stuff like WhatsApp, that kind of thing. So if you can get somebody on a call like that and use a mobile, um, a smartphone or a you know an iPad recording uh, tool, you get a few of them around, they'll record a call on your mobile device. You can get really good quality that way too. So so, yeah, there's a few different ways, I would say. Not to dwell on it too much as well, but there's a couple of options. You know, if you've got if you've got a modest budget around your show, you could look at getting two or three um, headset, decent headset mics and just yeah, posting yeah. them to guests. Again, this depends on a lot of stuff. It depends how many interviews you're doing, maybe where folks are located in the world and stuff yeah. like that. But there, yeah. there is an option to go down that route if you're really struggling to have anyone using a decent mic. But again, phones have decent mics in them these days, arguably. Yeah, good smartphones, as good as most headsets, I would say. But you're right, like you can post out, uh, is it a C Sennheiser PC8 is one of the mm -hmm. good sets and they're only maybe 20 yeah, 30 pounds on amazon just get them sent back to you yeah totally send send that and a self-addressed envelope type of thing and they'll get it back to you um i know shows that just budget 30 quid per show to send a headset and don't expect it back to and mm. i know that's mm. not not um possible for most people but it's uh, something some people do um, you mentioned just one thing on the ambient noise. I don't think that didn't sound bad for ambient noise. I think I think I might have heard a couple of birds tweeting and stuff. Am I making that up? I don't know whether he was outside or they were outside, but mm. uh, there's nothing wrong with that kind of ambient noise. If it's stuff like air conditioning and uh, you know a fan or something like that, then yeah, try and get that turned off. But there's, I mean, unless you're in a unless you're in a bathroom, a really echoey hard room. Um, I would worry more about the mic that they're using than the ambient noise. That'll that'll make it sound decent. Like so, if they're using, as long as you give them a bit of coaching on not using, for example, their laptop internal microphone, uh, <laughs> or like a try and avoid, you know, a smartphone headset or something like that that kind of just rubs against their shirt or just is totally omnidirectional, so it just picks up noise from anywhere. Then usually you're doing all right for back uh, for ambient noise. Then. Lovely stuff. Oh. Are we on to the uh, outro then? Outro, yeah, let's go. After illegal drugs, human oh. trafficking is... Apologies, I skipped. I went right. You've jumped the gun there. Went, yeah. Too busy thinking about being on the radio. Exactly, yeah, being all posh. Right, let's see, is this it? Study that uh, was in the uh, publication as well as some of the... Hold on, hold on. Oh, here we go. On at some point, so oh, yeah, I was leading into the outro. Here we go. Study that uh, was in the publication as well as some of the current work. I just appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and I, I hope we can bring you back on at some point to talk more about the work that you're doing here. Great, I'd be happy to. All right, thanks, Beth. Thank you.
Thanks again to our guest, Beth Wiegensberg. We have a blog Q&A version of our conversation on the Mathematica website, where I'll include a link to the article in the journal Public Administration Review about needs, challenges, and opportunities in state agencies' use of administrative data. As always, thanks for listening to On the Evidence. You can listen to more episodes by subscribing on your podcasting platform of choice. If you like what you hear, please find us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a review. You can also stay up to date on the podcast by following me on Twitter at JV Wogan. And that's it. What do you think, Matthew? Yeah, good good in the main, really good in the main. Uh, if I'm being super picky, which again is the, the purpose of this. A uh, couple, of, couple of wee different asks there. You know, didn't dwell on it too long, but asking a couple of different things of the listener, which you could maybe just divvy that up amongst your episodes. Yeah. Um, and it's great to hear somebody saying about podcast listing app of choice, then spoiled it by asking for an iTunes review. So, um, <laughs> so I was just about to say, you know, it's, it's great you're, you're involving everyone there all right itunes review so uh, i would if you're asking for reviews again just say like could you review us on your your platform of choice because there's so many different places you can get reviews you can get reviews on facebook if you've got a facebook page there's like a pod chaser nowadays um all sorts of different places so uh well, there's there's no real need to, to mention itunes there i think Yep, agreed. Yeah, cut down the CTAs if you can, call to action if you can. Um, I liked the uh, the extra resource though. Nice way to get people back to your website, like you mentioned. Yeah, so definitely. A good, a good solid, here's some extra reading, here's some further research, here's something you can do after this episode to get a bit more on this subject. So that was really cool. Mm. Um, I'll put it together too. All righty, next one. Oh no, Numero I dos. Website. Quick look at the website. Um, ah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, good job you're here, Colin. <laughs> it's got to be one of us, eh, Matthew? Uh, so, website, nice and clean, pretty simple. Um, I'm seeing all the recent episodes right there in the list, so that's quite good. Uh, Contact page, on. always good. Yeah, totally. Nice there. Uh, so, is this is this the... I wonder if this is, like, podcast-specific or... No, I think it's a more general site for the business, and this is, like, the podcast section. Oh yes, that's exactly um, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nice, nice wee graphics there you've got with all the episodes, uh, good episode titles as well. I would say so. Yeah, just yeah. Into... My one, my one suggestion for this, um, the pages themselves are really nice. Actually, lots of notes, really well placed there. Nice, we've got a SoundCloud player up there, which is fine. Looks good. Um, so yeah, the actual episode pages. My only suggestion here, because this is pretty good, is I was a bit confused at the top there. You've got a top right. It's obviously a general website template thing. You've got print, subscribe, and share. The subscribe takes you to the email. Um, now that's good in a way because you want people to sign up to your email list. That's fine. But uh, on a podcast page, that confused me a bit. I was like, oh, subscribe, right, cool. Here's how I can subscribe to the podcast. But no, it was taking me to an email. And you've got subscribe to SoundCloud and iTunes in the header, but they're very small. Um, I'd be tempted to break them out and have two subscribe links, SoundCloud and iTunes. I would stick to iTunes, to be honest. Probably not the best to get them to subscribe on SoundCloud. So get iTunes and Google Podcasts if you can. That'd be the best approach if you can. Um, break them out and put them as, as standalone links below that intro. That might make it a bit more clear. Mm, great show notes, though. Very thorough. 
Um, again, SoundCloud not the best media host in the world. If <laughs> if you're if it's working for you, fine. But you know, maybe maybe it would be worth investigating moving to a more robust platform in the future. We've got a best hot bed bed uh, best bed, bed hosting. Blah, blah, blah. best podcast hosting article just waiting for you there really easy to swap as well these days so yeah right next one we have ken cheadle so ken cheadle from the adverts of, uh, uh, oh my goodness my uh my you can't spoke right today the adverse effect podcast here we go after illegal drugs human trafficking is the biggest criminal enterprise on the planet. It is a multi-billion dollar international industry. State Department estimates that worldwide there are more than 30 million people living in slavery or in slave-like conditions, and this is more than at any time in human history. In this country, most of the problem is agricultural or in massage parlors or nail salons. Hey, welcome back to the Adverse Effect. I'm your host, Ken Cheadle. And today we got one of our adversity experts on. Remember that we have three different types of people that we have on the show. We have the adversity made me. That's your boy right here. You know, and it's kind of like the person that like I wouldn't be where I'm at if I hadn't gone through what I've gone through. All righty. There's the intro. What you yeah, Ken's got a voice. I, I could listen to Ken read the phone book. Um, <laughs> what a voice. Love that. Uh, great audio. I would say the the intro clip really good, but I think you could have could have really cut that down. I think there was basically three little segments that could have been the intro clip, so that could have been cut down uh, and just made a bit more succinct, and we could have got into the the show a bit quicker because it was it was yeah. already like the hook was strong enough, wasn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was just a bit long. Um, how long was it? Let's me let me see. I'm just interested. Actually, it was about. It was about 45 seconds. Yeah, I would say for a teaser clip, that's way too long. What do you think? What do you think? Like five, 10 seconds max? Yeah, I mean, you're obviously, it's content dependent, but I, th I think she yeah. came to a nice natural end and then we went on again and then it came to another natural end and then we went on again. So yeah. I think I think you've you've done enough to hook us at that yeah. point and I felt you, you could have Yeah, the, the point of a tease is literally to tease. It's not to give that much information. It's just to do one little curiosity inciting thing before you go into the intro. Um, it's a really nice way to do it. And yeah, you're right, Matthew. Really good voice there. Really good intro. Um, maybe I, I would almost argue you were you should find a more concise way of saying who the show's for it sounded like you were going into the types of people you speak to on the show in general so that's maybe a more general intro but you're already gone on for maybe 10 15 seconds about it there so might want to make that a bit more concise as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right into the middle section uh, but tell us a little bit about The Harlem Slave. That's your book. I think it has a lot of this in there. So Yeah, this is the flagship book of my three-part series of, on human trafficking. It's what we call faction. It's based on truth. And it's based on a number of different true stories that I won't. Okay, so that's middle section. Um, I think similar to the last one, it's a phone call, sounds like, or maybe a Skype, but a, quite a bad quality mic on Skype. 
I think same tips as last time, eh? Um, just see what you can do to coach the people up to get a decent mic. If they can't buy them themselves, you might end up having to send them uh, something. Uh, but most people can access a good mic if you just give them a bit of coaching around it. Like we send people, uh, we send people PDFs, we send them a little bit of instruction, like telling them what makes a good mic, what makes a good recording environment. Just a bit of prep like that makes all the difference, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a couple of resources uh, we could link to as well, which, um, you know, are basically things that are made for sending to, to guests in advance. So, yeah, yeah, and um, they're checking those out. Yeah. yeah, totally. But, I mean, uh, sounds good from, from your end, Ken. Uh, let's jump into the end section, see how that sounds. The adverse effect honors every circumstance as a teacher, it honors adversity for what it does for us, it gifts us with resilience and teaches us greater life mastery. Okay, quick shout out to all the people that make this show possible. I wanna give a shout out to Maxine Knight for Maxine Writes, she does all the show notes. I wanna give a shout out to Nicole Bookins for making sure all the shows are booked. Jay Collins for keeping us good with all the graphics over there at the Scatterbrain crew and they get a organization over there. And of course, man, the dude that makes sure all of it sounds amazing, which is Luke at the podcast wagon. I could not do this without these people. It takes a team. So. Just want to let them guys know that I appreciate you. I'm always going to appreciate you. Hope everybody enjoyed this episode and I'm out. Very good. Did yeah. You know? I, I, um, uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. I can't work it. Yeah, I love. Do, I do love Ken. Sorry to interrupt, Matthew, but the one thing I'm getting used to here is because we're remote, you are on the same channel as the music. So I can I muted out the music there a little bit um, early because it looked, right because it looked like the his outro and this might be feedback. The outro is maybe five ten seconds long. That music, so we just we didn't need to hear the rest of that music. So I muted it, but that muted you as well. And then I tried to get it back up, but the, the yeah, blah blah blah. The anyway. challenges. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Ken, what a presenter. I, I, I really, uh, I'm smiling listening to him because he's just got so much energy and, and yes. character. So yes. um, fantastic work on that front. Yep. Um, with the outro again, uh, you know, great outro. I would, the one thing I would say uh, is like if you're doing the credits thing with your team and stuff like that, I probably wouldn't do that every episode. I don't know if you are, this might be a one-off. I certainly wouldn't do it every episode purely because like when somebody binges your back catalogue, it's just going to get a bit repetitive for them. So, yeah, you know, you want to give these folks a wee shout out now and then, but just probably not every every time. And you might well not be doing that anyway, so. Yeah, true. I, yeah, I I would I would say I would agree on the whole, on the most part. I would say uh, the, if you want to get stuff like that in, it's probably just about thinking about how the user will or the listener will experience it so if you want to give them you know the individual info for that episode like maybe a call to action ask them to do something make sure you've done your specific outro for that episode before you jump into these thank yous and then people like you say it'll become a bit repetitive but maybe they'll they'll learn to skip it um and just don't expect them to listen to that every single time if it's there every single time does that make sense mm, mm. um uh, you do i suppose you don't want to there are situations where people can't skip though, aren't there? So you, you do have to be cognizant. You do have to be aware of that. Yeah. Somebody's like got a pile of them and they're in a car journey for like, you know, driving for three hours. But yeah, totally. But uh, you're right. Again, it's a, it's a minor thing. 
Um, Absolutely, yeah. And it's delivered so well that actually I would I'd probably be quite happy listening to that each time because he's so happy and cheerful and uh, mm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good. I've so just I'm clicked just gonna... through on uh, Ken's yeah, website. website. So a really well-designed looking website. Oh, the one thing that jumps out to me, again, I'm, I'm colorblind. So you see this red text here, the adverse effect. I yeah, can yeah, still yeah. see it, but yeah. it really doesn't stand out very well to me at all. Ken's name's up here in the red. That doesn't. And then the logo up on the left-hand corner, yeah. um, especially the text under it, isn't very clear for me at all. So I would maybe just um, have a look at making that slightly more accessible. Again, I could still read yeah. it. It's just uh, it's, it's something to maybe point out there. Yeah. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. <clears throat> there's actually there's actually a fair few bits on this uh, front page that are like text on a back. Well, not a fair few, but there's a few places where it's text on a background, and it's it's not always the best for people with um, even slight visual impairments like yourself, like just color blindness, that kind of stuff. Other than that, though, really good. Yeah, nicely designed. Uh, plenty of places to find um, where to subscribe. Like now available on iTunes. You've got a. Uh, iTunes and Spotify link. I'd be yeah. tempted to put a Google Podcast one in there um, alongside Spotify, at least, because lots of people who use an Android won't have Spotify. It is so common these days, but it's still not like it's still not as common as the inbuilt Google Podcast platform. Mm. And a wee uh, email lead there yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, nice. The one thing then... missing here, obviously, from the front page, if you are making a big deal of the podcast, which you are, because it's mentioned here a lot, is just showing some episodes. Yeah, like a wee um a wee audio file on the front page, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Embed a few players, like have have at least one player for like the latest episode or a an episode you think showcases it well on the front page, so people can listen to it and have a place on that front page as well that links them through. I know it's in the navigation at the top, obviously, but on that front page, you're hoping people scroll through there, make it really clear where people can go to to have a look at some back, um, back. Uh, catalog some of the episodes if you scroll down to the bottom of the page con click yeah. that how to subscribe how to listen slash subscribe this is a brilliant page I've just uh, really good yeah this right. is this is actually like a textbook example for people yeah. on this sort of page that you can do like he's left no detail out here he's got yeah. screenshots of how you can subscribe so this is brilliant really brilliant. really good work with that yeah, if anybody, if you're listening and you want to have a look at this, go over to kennethcheedle.com forward slash how dash to dash listen. Uh, really good. Um, just try to find the episodes page, which is easy enough. So yeah, it's the drop down at the top podcasts episodes. Yeah, got, it. got it. Yeah, cool. All listed. You can find them quite easily. Um, they're showing up quite narrow on my screen. I might want to make that two columns rather than three just to make it a bit more balanced in the layout. And on the actual pages themselves, you've got uh, a player yeah we've got a player libsyn players and a bit of show notes not a huge show notes but enough yeah cool yeah okay. so yeah don't think i've got too much more to feedback on that it's all good actually the the episode pages don't have a really obvious subscribe spot so you might want to try and add in easy subscribe ones on those episode pages i think and there's not a lot of evidence around about this, but I still think that web players are not played half as much as 
mobile players, but they are where people find you in the first place. And that's your opportunity to get them to subscribe. So make sure you're making it really clear how to subscribe on each of those episode pages. Even if it's a little template thing, you put it at the bottom of every single one. Would you just maybe do a hyperlink to that page that he's got, like the subscribe links in each, at yeah. each of the show notes? Each one, yeah. Right at the top of the show notes to subscribe, go here. Yeah, because I make use of that page. I mean, one thing I would say, that is... That's a brilliant page. Aye, he's got it in the drop-down menu at the top. I was going to say, if he's only linking to that down the bottom, you're kind of wasting it, but you're not. So no, it's probably, yeah, it's good, it's good. But yeah, link that on each of the episode pages too, I would say. It's good. All right, let's go on to the next one. Hope that was helpful, Ken. Uh, third, uh, penultimate, is that the word? Second from last? It We've sure is, yeah. Terry Cameron. So here we go. Welcome to the 10-Minute Car Sales Talk Podcast, where it's all about life in the car business. Telling you like it is, here's the man with the plan, Terry Cameron. Welcome back to another episode of the 10-Minute Car Sales Talk Podcast. Before we get started, guys, I want to remind you to hop on over to iTunes. Give me that review, uh, maybe a few comments. Your feedback is appreciated. And don't forget to share the episode. Another thing, I want to talk to managers, trainers, general managers about Game Show Presenter Gold. It's a tool that I use to add a lot of fun to our training. At the end of this podcast, just hop over to my website, 10MinuteCarSalesTalk.com or 10MinuteSalesTalk.com and hit that free trial button. It's a it's a, a really fun game that I think you'll enjoy. Righty, that is the intro. That was a whole minute's worth. Okay. What do you think, Matthew? Yeah, Terry, your um, nice, nice opening clip that you've got. Yeah. You're jumping into a couple of calls to action. Uh, so immediately we've been asked to do a couple of things and you're yet to even really go into the details of what the, the show or the episode's about. So I would say, you know, look at moving those to the end of the episode. Now you can, of course, do like a post-roll sponsor, but yeah. I would definitely, if you're going to do that, don't ask for an iTunes review. I would say don't ask for reviews at the front of the show anyway, because a lot of the time it's new listeners. They've, they've never yeah. heard your show, so there's no point in them going to review it. Um, yeah. So leave that till the end, especially if you're going to do the the, the sort of post-roll sponsorship uh, slot as well. Yeah. Uh, Pre-roll, sorry, yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree, totally. I, I like the intro clip, well, nicely produced, uh, gives a good little um, tagline, you know, tells us what the show's about, what it's all about. But yeah, absolutely. We need we need to know what the, what the actual episode is about right after that point. We need to go from that intro into, hey folks, lovely to see you here. Here's what we're talking about today. Here's the value you're going to get. Here's why you have to stick around. Because that's a minute into the show and we still don't know why. Terry, Terry's only, he's only got nine minutes now to sell us that car because he's... Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, totally. That's a really good point, actually. If you're making a point of the show being nice and short and sharp, which is a great thing. I do like that, Terry. Keep it at 10 minute car sales because that, that is an appealing, that is a unique factor making it fit inside that nice short time window. But you need to make good use of that time. Um, I, I mean, so what I would say, if you really do want to get those calls to action at the start, I, I agree with you, Matthew, he shouldn't have a request for a review right at the start. But that whole, I want to speak to managers, um, that stuff, that call to action, that's good. That's, that's you offering um, 
it sounds like that's going to offer some value to them as well. So it's collaboration, partnership, that type of stuff. So that could come as the pre-roll sponsorship, like you said, but intro first. This is the benefit. This is what the show is about. This is what you're going to get from this show. And by the way, before we get into the content, I want to speak to managers, blah, 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 blah. Does that make more sense? Mm, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think um, that's One more observation. I, I thought his um, audio was just slightly tinny. Yeah. So I'm not sure what you're recording with, yes. uh, but it, 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 I don't know. It just, um, I'd be interested to hear what you're recording with, whether yeah. it's a, you know, whether it's what you're recording with, what you're recording into, or the technique or the room or whatever. But yeah. certainly, you know, it feels like you could get a bit more depth, especially when we're coming out of that, you know, the big voiceover guy, he's right on mic with a big, you know, uh, yeah, low end and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah just, just slightly tinny, I thought, and the, the sort of sound quality of the vocals. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not bad, but it could definitely be improved. Um, and yeah, it's highlighted. It's made sound worse by the really good quality intro. So yeah, definitely. Uh, pop in the forums, Terry, and let us know what you're recording with. Um, and I'm sure we can uh, point you towards some really easy suggestions for improving that. All right, into the middle section. Most of the time, that's what it is. We want to walk up to that customer in the middle of the process and tell them, hey, you worked with me a couple weeks ago. How come you didn't ask for me today? Or I sold you a car about a year ago. How come you haven't asked? Why didn't you ask for me when you came in? There's a reason they didn't. So you need to stay away from those customers. Stay in your own lane. So back to this other customer. I had to cut it off. I had to get him away from her. All right. What do you think, Matthew? Yeah, I like that. I mean, I'm, I'm straight in. Uh, he's telling a wee story there. It's yep. clearly based on his own experience. The listener yep. is, you know, the, the target listener is going to be right into this as well. They're going to relate to it. Uh, yep. Same rules apply with the the audio quality, obviously. Um, that could maybe do a wee bit of work. But for the content, uh, you know, I think I said on the last episode, refreshing to hear, you know, when we're hearing these sort of solo That's shows cool. yep. and cool. it's just folks having a conversation with their listener. And obviously, yep. we're right into the, the meat of the subject here. So uh, I would say that's really, really good. Yep, agreed. Totally. Nothing much to add to that. Just like it. Yeah, keep it solo. Keep it stories-based like that. Um, conversational. Make sure you're talking to the listener. So you're saying, uh, you know, talking to you, to the person listening. Yeah, so that works really yeah, well. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to hear, you know, it's one of those, you notice it when it stops. And it, yeah. that's when you know you've been kind of pulled in because I, I wanted to know where he was going with that. So Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I've never sold anyone a car. In fact, I, I lie, I've sold a car before, just um, second-hand <laughs> car between me and a guy on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not quite the same thing. No. <laughs> All right. Outro. A lot of things going on. And maybe when you do this, you'll find out that there's more happening than you realize. And managers, you might even find out that you're missing some deals because your salespeople have lane keeping systems that are malfunctioning. This is a great business and you can make a lot of money. And you got to remember that this is a business. You're running a business inside a business. You have obligations to you, your family, the dealer, and your team to do your very best and stay in your lane. This is a great business, and I, I really do believe the sky is the limit. Keep working at it, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Please rate it on iTunes and visit the 10minutesalestalk.com website to send an email. We appreciate your valuable feedback, and don't forget to share the show with a friend.
All right, that's that. Some yeah, I'm sure. Suspect. I'm sure it was Terry's show that I had. To, well, I, cu- I cut off. I think it went into sort of um, two or three minutes of ads after yeah. the episode was over. So I cut oh, them yeah. off, obviously, because um, some of the ads were also like the sort of radio style. So it wasn't Terry doing them or that. So um, again, no harm in that. You just uh, yeah. They're never the they're never the most effective purely because they're away at the end of the show and they're very easy to skip. Yeah. But in terms of the outro, uh, what's your thoughts, initial thoughts there, Colin? Um, it, so it's a short, sharp show. So there's not a lot you can do. Like you're not going to be reading a two, three minute ad read or something like that or asking loads of stuff. <clears throat> um, the the pre-recorded intro, outro, sorry, works quite well. Um, I would... Uh, there's maybe too much in there again, like three calls to action in there, like review, get in touch. I would be tempted with something like that. Like if you're going to do a pre-recorded outro, pick one solid thing that you want people to do. And that's probably go to your website, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. go to website. Uh, and then you can maybe change up the, Terry, you can change up the, the kind of the individual ask every time. So that's when you say like, oh, this week it'd be great if you can share with a friend. Oh, this week it'd be great if you can do the review. So I, I, th- I just feel like there's there's probably more room for you to do an individual ask at the very end of your 10 minute, you know, episode read and then have one solid overall thing in that pre-recorded outro. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't think it was a bad outro. I just felt there was well, just a couple yeah. of wee things in there. Um, maybe a couple of wee things too many, if you like. Yeah. So yeah. I would it's, just streamline that slightly. Yeah, the, the, what he's got is not what you've got, Terry, is not going to hurt you at all. It's good. It's fine. It's totally good. Um, but this, this is just little refinements, possible possible refinements. Uh, but yeah, good um, good level of energy, and you know, going out there, bit of encouragement for the listener in that. So I yeah. like that. I like the the sort of tone that he's got there, and and yeah, the show. sounds great. I think that will come across really well. See if we can get his mic sorted out, um, get sort of the quality just up a little bit, just a wee bit more presence there. I think that will come across really well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, uh, I've just clicked into the website, so cool. nicely design yeah. site we've got a yeah. uh, got the cover art there we've got his um the game show presenter gold that he'd mentioned yeah. there yeah right uh, the so we've got a podcast link which i'm going to click on now some reviews there i'm wondering are, are they reviews for the podcast or is it for for the business the general business yeah. Uh, yeah, no it's, it's it mentions more. podcast um but worth putting that in the title, eh? Like reviews for the podcast or why you should listen to the podcast. Something. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, contact form down there too. So I'm just clicking on the the podcast. So yeah, the your podcast button here, Terry. Great that you've got it. It's sending folks to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So I wouldn't assume that. I mean, I wouldn't assume because. It, everyone doesn't listen there um so i wouldn't assume that everyone listens there i would look to get your apple buttons your um spotify your google podcast at least yeah. have those three colin was it was it pod news you were talking about for making some decent yeah news, a great link yeah if you go over to podnews.net you can create a link in fact go to our youtube channel um and one of the latest videos right now uh, is how to create smart links for your podcast and it shows you how it works that's probably the best place to go youtube.com forward slash colin mc gray colin mc gray and you'll find a video there 
Um, but you're right, I ch- change that find out more button to uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Google Podcasts. I'd love to see some of the episodes on here, or at least a way yeah. to see the episodes. Like I can't, there's nowhere here to see back like previous episodes, to listen to an episode, anything like that. I want to, I want to see some of your episodes on here so that I can get a little taster of what, of whether I should bother hitting that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at, at the moment the only way is to get on the Apple Podcasts. You obviously yeah. like you click through there. I think you even then. Oh, it's it's come up with the episodes, but yeah, I mean, but you can't play folks, Yeah, uh, no, you can. You could play them, but uh, oh yeah, you uh, can play them there. But yeah, I, th- I think again, take 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 this onto your own site. You know, keep keep yeah. your traffic, and when folks when you're getting folks to go to their their listener app of choice, then they could subscribe. But yeah, this this should be stuff that's really on your own site. I would say. Yeah, totally. Yeah. At least one section on that front page with a few episodes to play or ideally um, uh, a page, a separate page, which has a list of all the episodes, which then links to actual episode pages, because presumably they are somewhere. I'm I'm guessing they're maybe on a podcast hosting website, website somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's I think it's Spreaker, actually. Um, Just looking at the let's just look at the wee. Uh, yeah, so he's hosting on Spreaker, so presumably when he's putting the episodes out, he'll be linking to, to Spreaker. But what you can do is uh, take your player embed code, create a create a post on your own website for that episode. It's basically yeah. a, a duplicate, and then link to that because you want to get folks on your own site, you know, especially if it's a, you know, you've got things in there that you're selling, so try and, try and keep your traffic rather than send it to other places. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? These kind of shows, like a short, sharp show, 10-minute show where it's totally solo, is solving one uh, problem every episode. Like, let's have a quick look at his titles here. Uh, you've got The Lost Art of the Follow-Up, The Maintenance Close, Another Dealer. Buff. This is, like, these are great. This is, like, techniques, tactics. Each episode is one thing that... Uh, you know, a car dealer can do, can learn, can put into action. These need posts. These need blog posts related. So by which I mean show notes. Like it's kind of a, there's a gray line between a post, a show notes and an actual blog post. And the blog post, so this one, the lost art of the follow-up, you write something up or even just transcribe your 10-minute episode and you have that as a blog post on your website, then you'll be found for that through google because car dealers will be searching tactics techniques ways to learn how to how to sell more cars so you get the text on your website you get the player for the podcast on that page then people will find it through text search they'll listen to the podcast on that page and they'll subscribe to the show based on that so this is an, a, a lost opportunity i would say for for growing an audience really well um, especially because of the the type of show you're running, the fact that it's just one problem, one solution on every episode. Another thing, just when you're saying that as well, another thing that jumps out is this is very repurposable content, isn't it? Like this is the sort of stuff that could and might well be already, but you know, this maybe it was an ebook to start with and it's been turned into a podcast, but if not, you know, you've basically got your chapters here and you could really expand on this and, and put together a really good guide that you can then 
they, yeah. you can then put up for sale as well. So absolutely, yeah, totally. And and uh, other types of repurposing, like turning it into a video, like a, a half hour podcast episode doesn't necessarily work well on video because it's too long to go on YouTube usually. But a ten minute episode that actually can be converted into a video just using like audiogram type approach. Um, or Alitu, we're just releasing that in Alitu quite soon. You can upload your your audio there, and we'll turn it into a video for you. I, and yeah, so that length works really well for that type of thing, I would say. Any other thoughts, Matthew? No, I think that is all. Uh, okay, right. Let's go on to the last one then. We've got Holly from the Property and the Mind podcast. Now, looking at the waveform here, I am turning you down a little bit here, Matthew, before I press play on this. <laughs> we'll explain why in just a second. You're listening to Developmental, Property and the Mind Podcast, where development industry insights meet mindset with Trafalgar CEO, Joe Abood. Join one of the property industry's most free thinkers as he explores the path to success and contentment. Well, let's go to content and uncontent as the two categories now, right? Now that I think about it, right? So there's people that are content and there are people that are not content. And so let's go to content for a moment and see that those people are well-balanced, um, you know, nine out of ten of them love what they do on a daily basis. They wake up, they appreciate, you know, every sunrise. They, they're they grounded. They're grateful for the smaller things around them. You know, and all those things there. And, you know, they do, they do you know, we'll go back to this do good and do well. They do good by themselves. And because they do good by themselves, they do well, right? So, so we're in this place where that describes. All righty. What do you think, Matthew? There was a couple of things. Uh, firstly, like you'd mentioned, having to turn me down there. Don't know right. if you've turned me back up. You're uh, back up now, don't worry. <laughs> you could leave me turned down and it wouldn't affect the show one bit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, so very a very loud overall mix down of this well, episode. Yeah, I yeah. noticed that it was like floor to ceiling, basically. Yeah, so yeah. I'd look to, I don't know what you're producing your show on, but I would look to, no matter what you're producing it on, there'll be a normalization option and if you just normalize it to like minus one or minus two or yeah. maybe even down to like minus five, it would be it would be a bit better. Cause yeah, that's a that's a very loud file. Yeah, it um, is, doesn't it? But yeah, definitely it looks pretty compressed to me here. Yeah, the um the actual audio quality I thought was good. It's good. Um yeah. what what was what was I, I had I had something to add. Any thoughts whilst I collect myself? Yeah, yeah well, you remember. Uh, I agree. Yeah, just get it, get it brought down. Um, I think I think it was really nicely laid out. Actually, a nice short intro, so well produced. Like talking over the music, your kind of general. Here's what the show is about. Here's what we talk about. That was only 10, 15 seconds, which I think is a really good length for that. Sounded like it was the host doing it as well. So I think that was. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the host that sounded really good. With the host actually introducing the show themselves, uh, and then straight into the content, no preamble or anything. I love that actually. You know, so often it's like, oh hey Brian, how are you today? And what are we going to talk about? Can you give me a bit of your background? Uh, but no, it wasn't. It was straight into the value. It was straight into the the actual learning, the the great stuff from the content. So I like that. I did uh, that. That I've remembered what I was going to say. Uh, it sounded a bit like there was a noise gate sort of at work there, oh, okay. um, so I could hear his voice kind of dropping off at certain points. So for anyone listening who's not familiar with noise gates, a noise gate is basically a tool that, like, if if I'm speaking at you now, 
think of it as literally a gate. The gate is open to let my voice through. But then each time I stop speaking, the gate notices that and it closes. So therefore, yeah. like any fan noise, any sort of really low ambient noise won't make it into the recording. Yeah. The problem with noise gates, I, I, I'm not a fan of them. I'm not a fan of using them as I'm recording. I, I have used them in production where I've got the raw file um, yeah. and it's maybe been necessary to do a bit of correction or repair work. So I don't know if, if maybe the noise gate has been put on to record the show yeah. or maybe yeah. it's just been put on that wee bit too heavily afterwards because the, the problem with noise gates is you know, speech is so dynamic and sometimes you'll you'll come to the end of a word, the volume will go down and that gate will slam shut on it and you just hear the voice kind of fluctuating a bit and it sounds a bit unnatural. So just something to, to be aware of going forward, I would say. It's, again, we've mentioned already recording environments. If you need a noise gate, you maybe need to look at where you're recording and maybe you can make make some corrections there if it's aircon, if it's stuff like that. Can that be turned off? Can you go to a different room instead yeah. of having to then do this curative sort of treatment to the audio? Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it, it it's more obvious when it's um if it's lower quality gear or your mic technique's not great, so you're getting a lot of that kind of background hiss, that noise floor that's not ambient mm -hmm. noise, just noise in the gear, uh, and the noise gate. So when you're speaking, you hear this ambient hiss, this noise floor, uh, but then as soon as the gate closes, like you said, it goes to silence, and it just sounds really weird, doesn't it? Like you lose yeah. that background, you can tell it's turning off. Um, and you can get that effect if you can if you misuse noise reduction or compression in certain ways. So it might be something around that as well. But yeah, definitely good feedback there. I think yeah, worth looking into why it's happening and what you can do to stop it. Um, anything else on the intro, Matthew? I don't believe so. No, I'm interested to to hear a wee bit of the the middle now. Yeah. Then perhaps you could almost liken being a billionaire to having a moment of happiness, right? Yeah, look, and I, like I said, I, I think I think the definition of a billionaire to me is a, a, a really balanced life. It's it's doing good and doing well, as we, we you know, which is a common theme, um, you know, that we've been talking about. You know, I don't think you can become that without doing any good. And actually, I think you become that because you do good. And the more do good that you do. Okay, middle section. Yeah, so the old noise gate, it's, it's battering away there like a gate in the wind. I've got a gate that sometimes the postman doesn't shut and it gets windy and the, the, that's kind of what's going on there. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't, because the audio itself, like, you're both vocally clear enough, so I, I can't quite tell if you're in the same room or if you're both recording together. I was going to say, I think they're in the same room, which is a great thing to start with because it means the conversation's a bit more dynamic. It's a bit more back and forth, which is great. It's a bit more of a conversation. Um, mm -hmm. But it sounds like it's um, either uh, not a great room in terms of there's uh, aircon in the background, a fair bit of reverb, something like that, or um, it's not a great mic um, and it's just not picking up very well, or it's a mic in between. It might even be like you've got a Blue Yeti or something sitting on the table in the middle of the two of you speaking, which it could be, because that's kind of... Let me just play one bit of that again, actually. Being a billionaire to having a moment of happiness, right? Yeah, looking up for me, a really balanced life, it's... Yeah, I reckon I reckon they've got one mic between the two of them there. It's just, they're both just a wee bit off. It sounds like they're a wee bit off mic. Um, I think the the noise, the background noise that we're hearing here, to me, that the... the you know what the gate is basically treating that's yeah. equipment noise i'm you sure you know that that sort of high-pitched whine yeah. 
Uh, and there's a couple of reasons. There's a couple of things to investigate here. I think you're possibly recording at a very high gain. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Maybe it's a dynamic microphone going in to yeah. maybe a preamp or recorder and you've bumped yeah. the, the gain levels up a bit. Uh, for that, you know, if that's the case, say it's like a dynamic mic going into maybe a Zoom recorder or something, it might be worth looking into. You get those little cloud liftery type tools yeah. uh, that can kind of boost your, your gain a bit. Um, other things be. that, sorry, cutting the now calling most, I think about my. Yeah, go for it. I was just going to say that that would tally with actually just having one mic in the middle of the table, wouldn't it? Because if both of them are a meter away from the mic, they've boosted the gain right up to. Mm -hmm. Or both to of them accommodate are... for the quieter person exactly or yeah or even just the fact that they're both like way off mic so yeah is something like that then even if you just manage to get yourself a mic each um and you both are much closer to the mic then that could cut out all of that background uh noise floor the other thing and i don't think it's this but uh if you're recording into a computer um especially if it's a laptop rather than a mac uh what can sometimes happen is if the laptop is plugged into the mains, you can sometimes get a bit of noise in your recording. And if you switch it off at the wall and take the plug out, you'll basically stop that happening. I don't think it is that, but it's always something to, to bear in mind. Um, I just, I don't think that's more of a buzzing sound when that happens, you know, yeah. like um, plugging in like a guitar amp or that, you hear that sort of really audible buzz. Whereas yeah. this, this was like a high pitched whine that, 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 kind of sounds like just everything's cranked up to maximum yeah so yeah i think there's probably a couple of hopefully that they'll get something from our our guesses on what's going on there and they can they'll know exactly which one to put into action first so but i think i mean it sounds like good quality otherwise and it's great if you are recording in the same room that's a good it's a standout thing like because it's so, I, I think it's such a level above like doing a skype call or an online call like i mean we, mm -hmm. even this episode we've been talking each over each other we're experienced at talking to each other aren't we like we host shows together all the time but we're still talking over each other a little bit just because we're online for the first time in a while yeah yeah it's just uh, co content wise um the, the conversation seemed to be really good really you know in depth to the subject matter um yeah you know active interest and in sort of topic and conversation so yes yeah, the, the immediate things that have stuck out there is just uh, getting the recordings right um yeah. and i think you'll really thrive from that absolutely great stuff right here's the outro it's been fun again today maybe we'll get to this maybe we'll get to the questions that we really want to talk about thank you joe boot thank you holly reynolds Lonnie, before i go yeah What's the most awesome thought you had today? The most awesome thought I had today? Oh, you always do this to me. Okay. I love it. The most awesome, I know this sounds a bit sycophantic, but I was really looking forward to having another conversation today. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hunter got hunted. Okay. All right. Good. Oh, I got to pay there you that. Go. All right. Thanks, there you go. Thank you for no your problem. time today. No, over and out. Thanks for listening to Developmental, Property and the Mind podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode, available wherever you get your podcasts. Or to talk to Joe, visit trafalgar.com.au. That's T-R-I-F-A-L-G-A.com.au. Cool. Good one, I think. What, what's the most awesome thought you had today, Colin? Was it that you got to speak to me? Uh, that's exactly it, Matthew. That is the I most so. awesome thought.
I, I thought so. British people saying awesome just doesn't work. It's just no, not, I know. We, it's it's not a word we say over here. It's um, it's forced, but that's fine because um, the rest of the world are really, really using it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I like I like to. I, I thought you know there's a good dynamic between the pair. Is there? Um, yeah, really good. Actually, very we, we weren't really being mean there. It was. It sounded good. It sounds good on an Aussie accent. <laughs> yeah, aye. Um, so yeah, really, really nice dynamic. Uh, we cut to the um, cut to the little clip going out. Um, the Trafalgar thing. I was I was just about to note down like they should be spelling that out, and then they immediately did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's good. Um, because I, I was going to say it saved me having to say it, and I still have. I've given yeah. you completely irrelevant feedback there. But did <laughs> did they maybe miss a trick with like a call to action or, or that? I think that was the call to action. I was going to say I think that was really good because they said uh, they said subscribe in your podcast player of choice, which we've talked about a little bit this episode already. So that's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, go to, if you want to talk to Joe, wasn't it? Uh, presumably Joe's the uh, the uh, the presenter there, the one that was doing the interviewing. Or was it, oh no, actually, was Trafalgar the, was that the guy that was being interviewed, do you think? Is that what you're No, um, because I'm on the site just now, so. Oh, that uh, is the site. No, you're right. I, so I th- he's I he's the C- CEO of Trafalgar. Trafalgar's the company, so Joe's the CEO cool. of the company. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I think that yeah. I think that's a great a great call to action is just head people towards your site. If the one thing that you can get people to do is go to your website, where you can then give them all the other stuff, then that's great because that that is the biggest barrier. Like that's in podcasting, our biggest barrier is getting people off the listening device and over to somewhere where they can actually do something because they can't do anything when they're out they're out walking their dog they're driving the car they're uh, you know ironing their clothes something like that so there's such a barrier between listening and doing so if you can have that one call to action go to our website and then there you can like (laughs) you can do all the bombarding with whatever the hell you want to get them to do there as long as you get them to the website in the first place i suppose it's the the digital equivalent uh, like getting somebody in your shop like Yes. Once you're in the sh- once they're in the shop, you've designed the shop, so uh, yeah, you, you can, can have all the calls um, to action in there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I like that. Um, you know, for for co-hosted episodes, it's good to hear that that dynamic, and I think the the two of them work really well together. Nice, nice, nice. sounding conversations. If we can yeah. just maybe correct those audio issues, um, and sort of get the overall volume down a bit, and and maybe get the the recordings of the conversations just increase the quality of those slightly yeah. then i think you'll be on a winner here really good yeah totally i think so uh looking at the website we've got a really nicely designed website actually um well the website itself certainly but i'm looking at the podcast section uh, a nice intro at the top keeping it quite simple here's what the show's about then scroll down to see a bunch of episodes a subscribe button um so yeah not a whole lot i would say to add to this apart from so the one bit of feedback i'm seeing is uh, the subscribe button is going to libsyn so it's going to your podcast host so that's not necessarily where you subscribe perhaps you're thinking libsyn has got subscribe buttons there um but still not ideal i would try and replace that subscribe link there with subscribe on apple Podcasts, subscribe on google Podcasts. feel like we're repeating ourselves here uh but yeah get that subscribe button changed over to something that's specific uh, that lets people choose their specific platform mm-hmm. yeah like we talked about um previously the the pod news uh 
service yeah. is, is really good for that, isn't it? So we've, yeah. we've got a video on that, obviously. Oh, do you know what I've just seen as well? If you click listen now, it's showing the episodes on here, which is great. But if you click listen now, it takes you to the front page of Libsyn. Um, oh, no, it takes you to the episode page on Libsyn at least. So that's good. So it does take you to the player on Libsyn, um, which isn't terrible. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. But I would argue that you want to try and keep people on your site. You want to try and keep people there because then you've got more control over it. They're more likely to browse around on your site to find the things that you want them to find, to look at other parts of your site. Um, so if you can create blog posts, pages, whatever it might be with the embedded Libsyn player on it and then the show notes on your site, that'll be much more effective. Yeah, the um, the show notes are, are very small, like the individual episode show notes. It's just, you know, a couple of sentences lets you know, you know, it, it yeah. does the trick, but there's maybe more that you can put in there, um, especially if you're mentioning like say, different things, different resources or services. I don't know that there, there might be stuff that you could maybe link to in that as well. So. Yeah, totally. Probably same feedback here as applied to uh, the previous one, applied to Terry. Good opportunity there to write a blog post around the topic that you're covering. What about What is it about the contented life? What can they read that'll summarize what they heard on the show and help them take action on it? Create that and you're likely to be found and you know, do well in the search rankings. See, they're based in uh, Sydney, future neighbors of yourself, Colin. I've not, I've not announced this yet, Matthew. <laughs> well it's um i need to talk about it so yeah. yeah yeah moving uh, over sorry yeah we're interrupting each other again online hi the old remote <laughs> recording now what were you saying i was gonna say yes you're absolutely right i'm gonna announce this uh, a bit more uh fully later but yeah i'm gonna be in australia for a fair bit of time next year at some point so yeah definitely have to pop over and uh, see trafalgar when i'm in sydney yeah so all academy members here we're all amongst friends so uh <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so was that the that was the last one, wasn't it? Last one, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, that was useful. I'm always Follow I'm it. always disappointed when these end because I really, really do enjoy, you know, going through them. Um yeah. it's a lot of fun. So uh I think we're actually at time of recording, we're caught up. Uh so we need Ooh, so get to yeah. the front of the queue, get your health check request in right now, and you'll be at the front of the queue for the next episode. Maybe I'll put podcraft in. We can uh review that. <laughs> um all right any final thoughts no that is it let me just find a url for the listener if i had a modicum of planning i'd have um done this already <laughs> i think it's is it um slash health check <laughs> is this for the planning uh, sorry to submit your health check yeah uh, the academy the podcasthost.com forward slash academy and you'll find in the navigation yeah. at the top action get your show yeah. reviewed in the action navigation you'll see get your show reviewed so yeah pop onto that page and you can submit something to us it'd be great to get some more shows in and by all means if you have had your show reviewed before send it in with the changes like if you have put anything into action if you've taken our feedback um, whether it's uh, you guys on this episode, whether it's Holly, Terry, Ken, um, JB, I don't know what you're, um, JB Wogan, Mr. JB Wogan. Uh, if any of you guys put this into action, send someone in again in a couple of months um, and we'll do a kind of a re-review. Uh, and anyone that's done it before, it'd be great to hear. Yeah, because again, you know, podcasting, it's, it's always a work in progress. It's totally. never the it's never the finished product. So 
uh, there's always things that we could do to to make improvements and hopefully this is helping to give you a few ideas you know even if you've not submitted your show yet even if you've not started your show yet it's all yeah. these are all rules generally across the board that we can sort of follow and adhere to good practices yeah. rather than i don't like the word rules in podcasting but let's let's <laughs> call it good good practices yeah yeah and on that note if you've listened this far the one call to action for this episode is if you have not got an episode on this but you have listened through the whole thing anyway i'd love to hear uh, whether you've found it useful or not because um we're they're all very specific feedback obviously but like matthew just said there uh hopefully this is useful to other people put it into action on your show so do get in touch on twitter the podcast host the podcast host on twitter let me know what you've found useful about this episode that you're going to put into action in your own show and on that note thank you matthew good to speak to you even though you're miles away in fife yeah many miles away yeah so uh, <laughs> no it's been good and uh, looking forward to the next one Indeed. Talk to you next time.